Hello, my good chums, and welcome to the Lost Map podcast. I am your host, Pictish Trail, the musician and father of two, Pictish Trail. I tried to do that in the style of the woman who does the MasterChef voiceovers. Does she still do that? I've not watched it in a wee while. Musician and father of two, Pictish Trail, has served a lobster bisque with a cheesy quavers gratin and a shambosi real chocolate mousse. I'm speaking to you from my home here on the Isle of Egg in the Inner Hebrides of Scotland. This is the June 2021 episode of the podcast. In this episode, you're going to hear some clips of music that we're releasing this month, as well as some chat from the artists on the Lost Map label. This whole thing is really just designed as an accompaniment to our recorded output. And there's quite a lot of recorded output coming out at the moment. We've got quite a lot of stuff going on. It's the busiest we've been as a label this past year or so. Yeah, receiving a lot of stuff. I thought it would be quite good to do a wee bit of chat about this at the top of today's show. Because we've got Lost Map, we've got an open demo policy. We accept demo submissions. There's a contact form on our website that folks can fill in and give us a bit of information about themselves, maybe add a private SoundCloud link to their music. All of those messages from the web form, they come through to me. And I feel like I've been quite open in interviews about the music that Lost Map releases. Mostly it's stuff from our existing roster. But any new acts that we tend to work with come via recommendations from these acts who are already on the label, and recommendations from close friends. And often it's people I just meet along the way with touring or at festivals and usually it's people I've got some sort of connection with through other friends. That's just the way I tend to discover things. But we have put out a number of releases from acts that we've had no previous dealings with, particularly in recent years. And I really like listening to new things and hearing how people do stuff. I really like reading a good story about the artist when they're telling us about themselves in an email. And I feel humbled that we're approached. You know, it's a nice feeling especially if people say why that they want to work with Lost Map. You know, it's quite, it's nice, it's cool. I try and listen to as much as I can, but there's been so much stuff recently. I mean, there's at least four or five different things that come in every single day. And if you miss a couple of days, you've got quite a few things to listen through to. So don't get back to everyone. I think I wanted to chat about this because it's really important to be honest when you're approaching someone with your music. Someone got in touch recently with their tunes and... Their email was quite friendly and funny. So I clicked on the link to the music. I think I was out on a walk at the time and I was just listening to it through my phone speaker and I liked it. Let's call the guy Jacob. So Jacob's chat in his email was all about how he'd heard about if you want to get anywhere in the music business, you have to be a bit annoying. You have to be kind of persistent, not afraid to send follow-up emails and just be a bit annoying to get attention. And it was quite jokey, but I think he's right, you know, I think you do have to kind of be quite persistent if you want to get anyone's attention. Anyway, I didn't reply to that email because I think I was just listening to the music while out on a walk. A week later, there was another message that came in from someone with a different name. Let's call him Bert. Bert didn't have much chat in his message. He got straight to the point, really. I listened to Bert's music on SoundCloud. He sent me a private link in the email. And as soon as I listened to it, it immediately reminded me of something. It sounded really professional, finished and confident, really well produced. 
So much so that it made me think that it was someone else. Like it was almost too professional. There was instrumentation on it that reminded me a lot of Forte. And for some reason I thought, oh, this really reminds me of something. So I'm, I'm going to Shazam it. Shazam is that app that can identify a track by listening to the audio through the microphone on your phone. So I Shazammed it. And the result of the Shazam was that it came up, it identified it and it came up with someone else's music. It wasn't someone I'd heard of, but it wasn't someone called Bert either. This was someone called, let's say they were called Hugh. All the tracks on the Hugh album were exactly the same as the ones that had been given in the SoundCloud link from Bert. Except they all had different track names, track titles were all slightly different. Bert's um, playlist had a song called Swirling, and on the Hugh album it was called Spinning. But it was exactly the same song, and every single track was like that. And the weird thing is, is the Hugh album that I'd found on via Shazam, that was released about three or four years ago. I felt a bit weird about it. Basically, this Bert guy was sending me music that he was pretending was new, but wasn't. I didn't reply to him and I deleted his email. Anyway, about a week after that, I got another email and it was from Jacob. Remember me? Ha! Don't want to be annoying and persistent, but here's that email I promised, lol. Now, I did remember Jacob because I thought, oh yeah, I remember that guy's email. I never replied to him. Uh, I think I liked his stuff. So I clicked on the SoundCloud link and guess what? It was very similar to the music that Bert had sent. It wasn't exactly the same, so I shazammed it. And lo and behold, the shazam took me to another album by Hugh. A different one to the one that Bert had sent. But the same artist. And again, the tracks were identical to the SoundCloud playlist that had been sent by Jacob, but with slightly altered track titles, and released about three or four years ago. So both Jacob and Bert have been sending me music that isn't, Theirs is the music of this guy, Hugh. I'm assuming the, these people are all the same person. It's just a bit spooky. Maybe this is happening to a lot of labels. And I, you know, I kind of felt for the guy. Maybe he just, you know, had never had a break. He's been making music for the last wee while. He got up to a polished standard. And for some reason or other, he's just not found the right way of getting it out or connecting with an audience. But come on, don't lie about that. Just present that honestly, that's part of the story. If the music's good enough, then that'll shine through anyway. Or maybe this whole thing was someone else, just someone different to Hugh. Maybe Bert and Jacob was just someone who was on the make, using someone else's music to con a record label. I mean, maybe this guy Hugh released his music a few years ago and then died in a horrific car accident. And then his brother Jacob was left with all these recordings and all this grief and anger and so just decided to start sending it out to different labels and waiting for them to get back in touch so that he could go over and visit them on their remote Scottish island and kill them as, you know, revenge for his brother's lack of success in the music industry. I've got a bit carried away, but it could be that. Okay, well, well done for listening so far. Let's have a look what's in the Postmap Club mailbag. Postmap Club, Postmap Club, Postmap Club, it's a very nice club. Early in the morning, just as day is dawning, Victor's trail is 
Postmap Club is our membership club. It's Lost Maps Fan Club, I suppose. Each month, at the beginning of each month, we send out postcards in the post. These printed postcards have a bit of artwork on the front or a photograph. And then on the other side, they contain download codes where you can download the music that we've released on the label that month alongside exclusive tracks, rarities, live sessions from different artists on the Lost Map Collective. We send you at least two or three postcards each month. And when you sign up for the first time, you get a double bumper pack of different postcards. You also get a membership badge and there's a monthly newsletter from me, as well as discount codes for other merchandise and records on our web shop. It's a nice way for you to support what we're doing as a label. And if you enjoy this podcast and you like the music that you hear on it, you should sign up. There's currently three tiers of membership starting at just £3 a month. And all three tiers get exactly the same stuff. We didn't want to have a sort of weird hierarchy in that way. If you can afford more, then great. The only difference is if you pay more, you get a slightly bigger badge. Yeah. If you'd like to become a member, you can find out more by going to lostmap.com forward slash club. If you sign up during the month of June 2021, you will receive the following postcards. Walthamstow-based indie band Fire Stations continue their quest for global chart domination by releasing more music than anyone else in the history of time. Yep, even more music than our dead friend Hugh with his seemingly endless catalogue of posthumous releases. The song you can hear in the background is a new single from Fire Stations. It's a track called Sun In Your Eyes, which is a suitably summary blast of shoegaze pop. And it's the lead single from their forthcoming EP Pixel Wilderness, which is the third and final instalment in their Automatic Tendencies series. We'll be taking pre-orders on a special Art Bundle CD edition of this new EP on Monday the 21st of June, which is the summer solstice, people. Set your sundials. If you join Postmap Club this month, you'll receive a discount code. standalone single from Kinboat and Kizzes, an epic collaboration between electronic maestro Matt Gibb, aka Kinboat, and his producer pal Owen McAllister, aka Kizzes. Kizzes. I'm pronouncing that weird because it's it's spelt weird. K-I-S-Z-E-S. Kizzes. Kinboat, you'll know already, we've had him on the show before. We released his debut album Shifting Distance on CD at the beginning of this year. Since that came out, Matt's been working on a few different collaborations. He did a great remix of a Pictish Trail song earlier in the year. And he's been working on a few other projects, including this thing with Kizzes. Matt sent me this track over at the beginning of May, about three or four weeks ago. And it made sense just to get it out to you right now, because it's got proper summery vibes. You've got your top off, hands in the air, eyes closed facing the sky, big stupid grin on your face. Ah, lots of summery stuff going on. There's a, there's a wasp. It's the summer. We're going to hear more from Matt and Owen later in the show. 
And finally, in this month's mailbag, we have got a postcard release from Copies, spelt K-O-P-P-I-E-S. This is the new project from our good friend Victoria Hume and her musical cohorts Chris Letcher and Matthew Vandervont. Victoria is a singer-songwriter whose ethereal, otherworldly music we've been releasing on Lost Map since 2016. I was introduced to her by my friend Adem Ilhan, who some of you all know was my musical cohort in a band called Silver Columns. We were working together on a Pictus Trail album called Future Echoes, and Adem had been doing some mixing for some of Victoria Hume's music. And he played it to me and I fell for it straight away. Her voice and songwriting is so mesmerising and surprising. The melodies, which she mostly plays on piano, often go in quite unexpected directions. You can get really lost in them. We put out an EP of hers called Closing in 2016. And since then, we've released a handful of standalone postcards with her music on. Victoria is originally from Dorset, but is currently based in Johannesburg in South Africa with her partner, Chris Letcher. Chris is also a musician, producer and a singer-songwriter. He's from Johannesburg originally and has released a number of records under his own name and a few in collaboration with his good friend Matthew Vandervont. Chris and Matthew released music on the pioneering independent record label Shifty Records, who were a staunchly anti-apartheid label based in Johannesburg, providing a much-needed voice for the alternative scene there. Over the past year, Victoria, Chris and Matthew started a new project called Copies and we're releasing their debut album, well it's a mini album I guess, an EP, with Shifty Records. It's coming out on CD at the beginning of July, but if you join Postmap Club this month you'll receive a postcard with exclusive access to all of the songs right now. There's six songs in total, two from each of the songwriters and yeah they're really fantastic, so well written, beautifully arranged tightly packed, condensed tunes. I've just had them on repeat for the last few months and they really sink in deep. The voices work so great together. The recordings themselves are truly lush. They're fleshed out with live drums and bass guitar from their friends Nicholas and Andrew. The band are also recording a live session for us which is going up on the Lost Map website on the 17th of June. Post Map Club members will get free access to that and I'll have more details on that later in the programme. The other week I sent copies a list of questions and having just had a rehearsal together, the five of them all gathered around the table to answer. They tell us about how they all met one another, how the copies project came together, what the songs are about, as well as a bit of information about Shifty Records and the future of the band. You'll hear tracks from the EP interspersed throughout too. Hello, Nicholas Bjorkman, from and still currently in Joburg. Matthew von der Wundt, born and bred in Johannesburg, South Africa. Andrew Joseph, I'm from Joburg. You are not from Joburg. Well, you've killed the recording. You lived here. No, he's from Joburg. Move on. Uh, Victoria Hume from Dorset, currently in Joburg. Chris Letcher from Joburg. You were a sunbird, finding a cap in the humdrum. I'm 
I met Chris Letcher in the studios of Shifty Records where I was recording my first album and he was recording a band that he was at the time in. We hit it on off as a... Well, we got it on and hit it off. We hit it off, we got it on and off, we got it on and off. And we put out a few CDs together as a, a duo called Fondavant Letcher, Fondavant slash Letcher. And, and from time to time, we have played music together. I met Victoria through Chris. And in fact, Andrew, I met through Chris and I met Nicholas through Chris. And we've all now come together into this outfit called Copies. I have also met everybody else through Chris and we met at somebody's 40th birthday where you were playing piano upstairs and I was singing really bad jazz downstairs. And What jazz in particular? Bad jazz. I think I sang My Funny Valentine or something. Well, this well, is well, that'll do it. David Copperfield. Uh, yeah. Victoria yeah, and horrendous. Chris are married. He was playing Tom Waits, which was much cooler. Victoria and Chris are married to one another. Thank you for that. Matthew? Great. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, what about Nick? We, we... I think I met Chris first via Vitz. Um, he auditioned me, actually. That's the university. But I knew of him before going into that audition, so that was, that was quite exciting. That's Nick the drummer, who was one of our students. I, I met Nicholas one evening when we were trying to rehearse together and th at the time Chris was I think head of the music department at Wits so we arranged a rehearsal and the head of the music department could not access one single I, I thought I was saying something controversial the head of the Wits music department Wits University's music department was not able to access a single recording studio because of some weird access control at the university so we didn't rehearse and I thought I oh, will so much for that idea but somehow we kept it together and here we all are ready to rehearse. Andrew, how do you know everyone? I met Chris and I played with Chris and with you when we lived in London together and then yeah. I met Matthew when we came down and Nick I heard playing a gig at Africa Freedom Station and thought I think I'd like to play with that. I, I remember the gig, that was an amazing gig. idea was originally, uh, it was actually on the evening of my and my last wife's uh, wedding. That the idea, wife, you're most of your current wife. Yes, the last wife. Uh, we decided we were going to all try and write, each of Chris, Victoria and Matthew were going to write a, a, a happy song because everyone complains that our songs are miserable. So the idea would be to have a nine track album. Two sad and one happy each. Two sad and one happy each and we, all we managed was two sad each. But they're not depressingly sad, they interestingly sad I think they... I've, I've written I've written more depressing songs oh fuck yes you have <laughs> <laughs> while you were sleeping change came and took the light from The tracks were generally all recorded in Johannesburg in the studio that I had in Melville, which is a suburb of Johannesburg. And one or two of the vocal tracks or guitar tracks 
might have come from a demo which I sent yeah. to you, but yes. you might have, I can't remember if we over-recorded them, but I think one of my vocal tracks is there. Yeah. Come back, vocal track. The ones, uh. You can hear quite a lot of noise in the background on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we did try and re-record that, but that was just the golden takes. Lonely not at home Hanging on a phone I worry about you How I get you down And how do I, do I come back Allow you over or around Without your love, without a sound I doubt my feet, without the ground Now I'm hanging over you yeah, so firstly, I mean, I don't know what Andrew and Nicholas are going to say about the songwriting process of any of the three of us, but they're welcome, they're welcome to have a shot at it. Maybe they want to go first, I don't know. Okay, I'm, I'll tell you about a song of mine called Time's Up, which uh, I wrote, it's, a, it's an ugly song, and I wrote it in response to basically the whole Oscar Pistorius trial, but also the, what makes men get ugly with women and smack them around which is a, a particular problem in South Africa and what I was trying to do was uh, try and see it from the mad guy's point of view so that's what the song's about and I just it's got nice wordplay in it so I like it the biggest hospital song I had a bit of a block I think and I tried doing that thing where you write ten songs in a day and I wrote two and a half <laughs> and it was one of the two and a half and it's about a period of time when my mother was in and out of hospital a lot and I was driving around in Dorset and that's about it and kind of remembering 20 years before when I was driving the same lanes there you go could you say a bit more about the drug use on that song <laughs> is the fact that when I sing everything glows it sounds like everything blows oh so so I really I really did think the lyric was everything blows is it everything everything glows everything glows (laughs) you're wrong my experience of Victoria has been that any form of mind altering chemical be it alcohol or any substance whatsoever has an immediate and apparent impact on her (laughs) to the point that she will just disappear uh, after an hour vanish. and vanish. This interview is going so bad. <laughs> but just, just, listen, I d- disassociate myself with all of this. Disassociation pro- is a side effect of <laughs> being stoned that we were discussing earlier. And every night I drive the Dorset lanes along. I think of being 21. We were all stoned. Everything. Shifty Records, I was a fan of the label before I ever got involved, so I liked all of the music that they did, and I was very much one of those lost souls in the late 1980s and early 1990s who 
sort of cottoned on to what they were doing and just loved it. So it was very wonderful to become involved with them. Shifty put out a band called Tananas, who were really amazing. But they also put out James Phillips, who I think, yeah, most of us were sort of major fans of, who is an amazing songwriter and definitely worth exploring. Mm. And his recordings were all out on Shifty as well. But yeah, a really, I think, very important label and an interesting collection of music on it. And they were putting out bands that nobody else was interested in at the time. I've also just become quite good mates with uh, Lloyd, who, now that he doesn't really produce us anymore, it's more of a kind of friendship than a play this year. Because he did help me out in the beginning with tea. I had no idea how, how to write songs. I didn't know about song structure and all of that, and he taught me a lot of that stuff, which I thought was uh, nice of him. And he was also just always very supportive of me and what I did, so what I did on my own and what me and Chris did. Except for one EP we did together, which was called EP Tombi. It was supposed to be a joke on the musical. And the idea was there just to sort of poo-poo the entire South African music industry by being rude about it. And that was the first thing that Chris and I did together, (laughs) recorded, and it was downhill from there. (laughs) Shifty started out in a caravan. It was a sort of mobile recording studio. But by the time we got involved in it, they were based in Joburg and then Keta, more, yeah, more sort of solidly based in a proper studio. Matthew and I both learnt about recording techniques and just having fun in the studio from long, sort of months-long recording sessions yes. of various albums. Sleeping there, which on the pianos. Sleeping on the pianos. It was, yeah, good times. Um, Lloyd moved into making films and documentaries. He's made some amazing documentaries. So he was the sort of founder of Shifty Records, or one of them. But yeah, this is the first music release on the Shifty label for quite a few years, which I think we're all quite pleased about. Yeah, I, I feel quite proud about that. Yeah. It's been quite nice to do something with other songwriters, like as a as a shared project, where we haven't been too worried about it being a band thing, where it's all sounding. Th- uh, yeah, I don't know quite what I'm trying to say, but I quite like the fact that the songs have their own. Yeah, they're your th- songs and they're your songs and they're my songs and and. But it's quite nice that it's a yeah. collection of stuff rather than. Well, I have to confess that so I'm not. I could do it obviously, but I don't do this uh, full time for a living. That that was a joke. Um, but, but I'm an attorney, so I've had quite a lot of work to do, and I take responsibility for not having been as involved in the recording aspects of both Chris's and Victoria's songs, but maybe they are just grateful for that, because the truth is, I'm not really a musician. I'm, I'm more of a songwriter. That's the same thing. Oh. No, it's not. I'm certainly not a songwriter, but I, I might be a musician. So I think that, yeah, there is a difference. <laughs> Any last thoughts? Plenty of lost thoughts all the time, man. Especially since this COVID thing started. Oh, last thoughts! Sorry. 
Sounds like glows to me. Thank you to Victoria, Chris, Matthew, Andrew and Nicholas from the band Copies. That final song there was Hospital Song and it features on the six-track self-titled EP from Copies, which is available to all Postmap Club members right now. It's also going to be made available as a limited edition CD, which you can pre-order from the Lost Map website. The band will be in session on Thursday the 17th of June. Again, if you're a Postmap Club member, you'll get free access to a live stream of this show. If you're not already a member, when you sign up, you'll receive details on how to watch that in an email. Go to lostmap.com forward slash club. As mentioned earlier, we've got a postcard this month featuring a collaboration between the electronic artists Matt Gibb, a.k.a. Kinboat, and Owen McAllister, a.k.a. Kizzes. Kizz, Kizzes. Kisses. Owen's based in Edinburgh, I believe, and Matt is in East Lothian, just outside the capital. Before we play the track that they've created, which is called GPA, we thought we'd use this opportunity to reignite our old game show. Ready? Oh! 
It's this or that. Oh, that. Is it this or is it that? This is the part of the show where we ask, is it this? Or that? Or is it that? Is it quite simply this or that? We ask members of the public to send in a recording of this or that questions, which we then poise to our musician guests. The aim here is to try and get to know the artists a bit better. But I think... Given the disturbing nature of the questions that have been sent in, it's probably more revealing of who our audience are more than anything else. It's quite unsettling. Everyone who sent in a question, though, was put into a prize draw to win a Lost Map sweatshirt. Ooh. We'll be announcing the, the winner later in the episode. But now, Owen and Matt, are you pumped and ready to play this or that? Hello, my name is Matt, and I am super pumped to play this or that. Hi, my name is Owen, and I'm super pumped to play this or that. Batman or Superman? Batman because he doesn't have his own power, so he just has to get by using his technology. Superman, because Superman's got something to him. Batman was just rich. He's just a Tory. He just beats up people. He just has money and beats up people. Boots or cats? Cats because they're more cute. Cats. You can be friends with a cat, but you can't be friends with a boot. Cat scratches or dog slobs? I would go for the cat scratch because dog slob just sounds a bit gross. Dog slobbers because there's nothing more hurtful than when a cat scratches you. Like you feel like you have this connection and then out of nowhere they're like, but a dog will slobber on you regardless of whether or not they like you. Would you rather be a dog that smelt of poo or a poo that smelt of dog? I'd rather be a dog because at least you'd have a brain. If I was a dog, I wouldn't care that I smelled like poo. Like, dogs like smells. Coincidentally, that's what the track is about. Gary Newman or Gary Oldman? Gary Oldman because he was Batman's friend in the movie and we've already established that I'm a Batman fan. I mean, I feel like I have to say Gary Newman because, like, synthesizer nerd, yada yada, but also... I have such a soft spot for, I always call it Bam Stroker's Dracula, but it's Bram Stoker's Dracula, and he's in that. So just to shake it up, I guess, Gary. No, no, I can't. I can't. It's Gary Newman. Harold Bishop or Lou Carpenter? Yeah, I don't know who they are, so I don't want to say either one of them in case they're both like serial killers or something. I don't know who either of those people are, but I like the name Lou Carpenter. I can't believe it's not Butter. Or Stark. Because it's got a cool name, I would choose the I can't believe it's not butter. I can't believe it's not butter. It's let it serve its intended purpose. Iron brew or special brew? So special brew is like stronger version of beer? Is that what that is? Because I guess I'll just choose that. I don't really like iron brew. Special brew, but I'm one of those terrible Scottish people who doesn't like um, I'm sorry I'm sorry it's just it's not tasty lunch or the plank depends what the lunch is but I'd probably rather it than walking the plank plank because of plank from Ed Ed and Eddie and that's who I base most of my personality around Mary Berry or a berry I think I would just like to have a chat with Mary Berry as opposed to just eating a berry, which would be kind of unremarkable as an experience. 
Whereas if you could just chat to Mary Berry, ask her about baking and stuff, that could be cool. I never get good vibes from Mary Berry. I just feel like she'd be really judgy if you're like too drunk or like too or like loud somewhere or like I just I don't want to hang out with her. I just don't. So I've forgotten what the other option was, but not Mary Berry. scintillating game of this or that that was this 
I don't know about you, but I felt pretty old when neither Matt or Owen knew who Harold Bishop or Lou Carpenter were. Uh, genuinely quite upset about that. Anyway, thank you to all those that sent in a question. We put all your names into a hat and we picked out one at random. And the winner this month was Hugh Haggerty. You'll be hearing from us, Hugh. You've won a Lost Map sweatshirt. Yeah! Brand new design with a four-colour print on the front and back. Looks really snazzy. Um, Everyone who entered, including Hugh, you'll be getting a discount code which you can use on our web shop, the Lost Map web shop. If you would like to be in with a chance of winning a nice prize or even just getting a discount code, you should pop us a this or that question and we'll put it aside for next month's edition of the game. Make a recording of your question on your phone is fine and then email it to club at lostmap.com. That's club, C-L-U-B, at lostmap.com. Okay, that's almost it for today's show. Before I go, I thought I'd tell you a wee bit about a festival that we've got lined up later on this summer, Jupiter Rising. It's a two-day camping event taking place over the 27th and 28th of August, uh, which is a Friday night, all day Saturday, and then everyone leaves on the Sunday. It's happening at the Jupiter Artland Sculpture Park, which is an amazing site located just outside of Edinburgh. I was asked to help curate the event, so I put together a lineup of acts from the Lost Map roster, as well as some acts that I'm a fan of. And it's a really eclectic bill. Michael from Night School Records, a Glasgow-based label, he's also been involved in booking some acts for the event. And there's a bunch of really great DJs booked by a club night and collective called OH141. Who's playing? Pictish Trails playing, full band, of course. Alabaster de Plume, Rachel Ags, Callum Easter, Free Love, Romeo Taylor, Gutter Snipe, Container, Apostille, Lady Neptune, Hell in a Cell, Fimber Bravo and the band Night Shift as well. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to mention them yet because they're new additions to the lineup, but I've just mentioned them. They're playing. Lots of really interesting acts there. Stuff that'll make you dance, stuff that'll make you think and feel shit. Not feel shit, you'll you'll be feeling lots of different shit. Stuff that's going to make you lose your mind. It's an outdoor do. The whole thing's quite small. It's under a thousand capacity. And it'll all be within the proposed guidelines with regard to COVID and all that sort of stuff. It's going to be a really fun weekend and I'm so chuffed to be involved. And yeah, it'll be great to see you there. Tickets are pretty cheap, 65 quid for the weekend. And you can get them from jupiterrising.art. I'll have a link in the description of this podcast. I mentioned Callum Easter there. He's got a brand new album coming out on September 3rd via Moshi Moshi Records in association with Lost Map. The album is called System and we're currently taking pre-orders on the limited edition vinyl run, which comes on bottle green vinyl. You can pre-order that from the Lost Map web shop, lostmap.com. If you join Postmap Club, you'll have a discount code. Mmm. All these incentives to join the club. I'll leave you with the first single from Callum's new album. This is a song called What You Think. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Thanks to Joe Cormack for editing all the stuff and to Creative Scotland for their support. I've been Pictish Trail. See you next month.